Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Well, good morning, senorita. Good morning, papi. We are almost at a new year. Can you believe it? Wow, this year has gone very fast, and it's been uh, kind of a roller coaster ride, but definitely a lot of blessings, so no complaints. Here, here. I'll put my hands up in the air on that and toast you. Um, today's episode, uh, as we close out 2022, uh, is about living single. Can you stay single for so long that you don't really actively pursue a relationship? Um, and we did get some feedback from our Facebook um, family on that and friends. And I I like the topic a lot because I've been asking myself that question here lately as, you know, we talked about how you go through these dating cycles online, meeting people, you know, however it occurs. And, you know, the freedom, honestly, I've been thinking the freedom is a bit addictive. Uh, Poppy, what about you? It is. I mean, the freedom um, that it brings is definitely a beautiful thing, especially when you were, um, you know, unhappy or maybe in your previous experience or romantic uh, relationship, you felt tied down or limited or just, mm-hmm. um, you know, almost like you were being uh, suppressed, so to speak. Um, it definitely brings that. However, I also think that it does change you and just how you deal with dating in general after you've been single for a long time. And that's what a lot of our um, remarks uh, alluded to, especially. Um, I know we both posted it on our our Facebook pages, Nelson Weber and Jorge Medina. Uh, So we've got a, a couple batches of, of responses, but on both pages, that was one of the things that I really noticed that people felt like they were spending that time working on themselves. Um, they weren't willing to settle just because of loneliness. Um, I think one person said they had been by themselves almost like eight years. I think one of the uh, respondents said and how, um, uh, it just had created such a good space. Like it was by choice. It wasn't uh, the fact that they could not uh, find someone to, to connect to. It was just a choice that they were just not willing to settle for, you know, just having somebody to fill a spot. And I thought, you know, it's such a different day in relationships. You know, in our parents' day, getting married was the goal, having a family, you know, settling down, um, you know, the nuclear family, if you will, one boy, one girl, a picket fence and a house, you know, that that could grow into what you needed for your family. But now it's it's a different it's a real different reality as far as what family looks like and whether you agree with the changes or not from wherever you come, you know, whatever your background is or wherever you are listening, things have changed indeed. So, um, you know, with divorce, um, you know, blended families, single families, two moms, two dads, families. I mean, the landscape just looks a lot different than 30 years ago. Oh, absolutely. And I think as I was thinking about this topic um, yesterday, as some of these um, 
conversations were sparking up, you know, uh, when we posted this on Facebook, um, one thing that I realized is that when you have been single for a long time and, you know, long time can be, um, it's about perspective, right? Because, uh, that can vary depending on your point of view. But one thing that I have learned about that is that you became, you become less tolerant. Yes. And by that, I mean that even early on, or if you see something that just doesn't sit well, or if you just see something and you don't like it, more often than not me personally, like I'm, I address it. Like, I'll give you an example, right? Like if a woman, if I make plans with a woman and I'm like, hey, you know, let's meet at the restaurant at 730 and she's there at 815 or 8, 8 o'clock, I'm going to call her out on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be like, hey, I was here at 730. What happened? You know, like that's just now what I've become that, hey, my time is valuable. So if you're not really serious or if you're not going to meet me with the same energy then we can you know move on right uh and i agree you know consistency is the thing for me and um you know if you can't communicate consistently if you aren't willing to spend time getting to know one another that kind of thing then for me that becomes a problem and um again it's like i enjoy my own company now to the point where um, I, I don't need a partner or mate for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, does that result in some loneliness? Absolutely. Hell yes. But I feel like valuing myself has become so important in terms of my self-confidence, uh, my own self-esteem, that kind of thing that I can't afford to go backwards anymore. And being in a relationship that, um, is not does not feel like it is valuable or that I'm being valued within it is definitely a no-go for me so you know choosing to be single over compromising major issues is definitely one of those things that I'm I'm standing my ground on in this season of my life and I didn't always like I have to say I got into some lonely periods especially right after I first uh, became single again when you're used to having somebody who's with you every night or you're used to companionship, you know, even you know, hell sex, you know, those are things that you become um, dependent on or you become, you know, expectant of in a relationship. And so sometimes I think I really chose out of that sense of loneliness in yeah. the relationship as opposed to um, choosing somebody who is really compatible really good with me and where i am you know we're equally yoked if you will right now i just i can't go back to that place because i can look back at some of those relationships now and owe several of y'all some apologies for being such a desperate lonely woman so sorry if you're listening (laughs) to the show right now you know but um it's just where i was you know it, it was a a new type of um get used to that I had to, I had to equate my, you know, acquaint myself with. And in the beginning, I didn't do so well. You know, dating was not pretty for me in the beginning. So, you know, I feel like now I've got to, I've got to stand my ground. And, and really, if, you, if you're going to do it to try to be in a better situation, to be with someone who really gets you 
you really get them, it's reciprocal, all that stuff that we talk about on the show, good communication and all, then I felt like I got to stop just grasping at whoever shows up to the table. Yeah, and and I, I felt like I was in that place, you know. <laughs> I I've always said, um, to me, uh, and I think I've you know I've been on record of saying like I, I have certain expectations and qualities that I want from a woman for a long term relationship. Like as you know, and I'm you know I've stated this, you know, family like having mm-hmm. children of my own with a woman is is a big deal to me. So whenever I see that a woman is not going to be able to provide that or just isn't interested in that, then I automatically I'm up front and be like, Hey, look, you know, we can be friends, we can spend time together, but long-term, this is not uh, what I am looking for. So I can't give you that full commitment. So I'm very upfront with those things because just like, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste time. And Mm -hmm. One thing that I always go back is if I'm just going to go settle, then why the hell did I divorce? Like if you were just, if you're just going to go and settle for another person, then why leave the situation that you were? You might as well just stayed with what you had. So to me, it's almost like I'm um, throwing away the sacrifice and the experience and journey that I had to go through with the whole divorce process, if I'm just going to go and settle for somebody who I know, who I feel isn't my person or my woman. Does that make sense? It does completely. And I think even in some of the comments um, that we had, that was sort of the feeling that, um, you know, who says being single is a bad thing? Like that's really a narrative coming from people who are in their happy place with their person. But I think what I've really learned about being single is that I can be happy in myself. Like it doesn't require other people for me to find that internal measure of happiness that I thought only came previously with being happily married or, you know, being around people all the time, that kind of thing. So even my own definition for, uh, for single has changed with my own experience, you know? So uh, I totally agree with you on that. Like settling is not the answer. I I really feel that now, you know, I'm still eternally optimistic, Poppy. Like I think, you know, are there, in fact, I'm learning. I think there might be more than like more than one person. Like we've got billions of people on the earth. And I can remember the first time I heard somebody say, you mean to tell me you think there's only one person you could fall in love with? <laughs> I've heard that theory before that a lot of there's, yeah. listen, there's some new theories out there that suggest that, hey, we have multiple soulmates. You just have to find them. But I think finding them is probably the hard part now, because let's be honest, um, Society has made it a lot more. This is my personal opinion. Society has made it a lot more difficult to meet people organically like we used to because we've become so technology dependent that we depend on technology for everything, even, you know, for socializing and for romance. So meeting a woman organically just doesn't seem very viable to me these days. And I work from home. So that yeah, used to be, there, mm-hmm. listen, that used to be you know, a way to meet people or, you know, you, you go and, you know, you work at a place and then your coworker would invite you to a function. And then at the function or her job function, you would meet new people. 
that's off the table now and it's been off the table now for three years and i can definitely say that that has impacted my social life and my dating life in a way because now i'm pretty much strictly reliant on social media and dating apps well and you know i've talked about this before coming from a smaller town where um i was related to a lot of people here uh the opportunities for for meeting people who lined up with more of my interest right different and so but i'm i'm finding that you know, even now going out in Charlotte, now that I've gotten on dating apps, that still is not necessarily the best um, pond, if you will. Right. Meeting people that have similar backgrounds or interests or or we line up with where we're trying to go. Um, you know, I'm I'm sort of on the other side of, of raising a family about to be an empty nester. And so being able to find someone who's... Um, not necessarily looking for, you know, uh, a future mother, uh, not necessarily looking to um, be married. Because um, I, I really, honestly, I have to say, I don't know at this point if if marriage in the traditional sense is what I'm looking for. I do know that I want a deep loving commitment. I, I feel that with everything in my being, but I'm not so traditional anymore. So I think sometimes that impacts who I meet because, you know, there are a lot of men who still want to play traditional roles. They still want those traditional trappings of family. And for me, I just feel like I'm, I'm a bit more expansive in how I can connect with people. And so I'm just like, I don't know that I want to go through the legal uh, system of marriage as we have already practiced it both of us because you know it only took 15 minutes I, I clocked it to actually get through the ceremony but it took a year and um lots of money <laughs> to <laughs> undo that and so I'm just a little wary now of uh you know just it, it putting my whole self like I, I really want to do like you said organic uh, even in the relationship, like we choose to show up every day to be there with one another. We choose to to continue to be united. We we choose like it's not because we're forced legally to have to do it now or we lose out on all sorts of things if we don't. No, uh, I think- And that's just my personal opinion. Now, everybody, I know y'all are going, what? <laughs> but, you know, that's my opinion. No, and I, I do want to put this out there that uh there's nothing wrong with being single i don't I, I don't see that as the issue in itself um because at the end of the day right what we usually revert back to is hey as long as you're happy you mm-hmm. know if you're happy with your mate then be happy with your mate if you're happy being single for five years and you know you got other focuses like there's some people that mention on the um on the thread that you know, they have children and they've decided to devote most of their time on their children. I think um, one of our listeners, his name was Alex, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that he's been single for, I know I want to say at least 10 years or more. Yeah. And yeah. I think he mentioned that he was a single father and he focuses his time with his children. And that's kind of his focus. And he said that um, the benefits of kind of being relatively single, quote unquote, is that it gives him a lot of flexibility when it comes to being a father. 
And, uh, you know, and he says, and he even mentioned in his point that, you know, once his son or children grow up, that he can, you know, maybe focus on dating more. Well, and as a mother uh, to daughters, especially, I never really wanted to have kids um, have people in and out of my life to right. in. And so I guess, you know, maybe that's another reason why I've not really had uh, sustained long-term relationships because I was just very conscientious that I didn't want my girls to, you know, they've got a relationship with their own dad. So it wasn't about them needing a a man in their life. He is the man in their life. And, but for me, it was, I'm just very particular about who I want around my children. And then you get them attached. Next thing you know, something happens in the relationship. Kids are, you know, suffering another loss, if you will, like with the divorce. So I just was really very, uh, mindful that and, and honestly you know to protect my children because everybody who shows you a, a great face and a, a good time is not necessarily a good person and so I really thought about my children's safety being girls and knowing stories of, of students that I had had who you know had had issues with their parents you know boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever being abusive to them and I'm just like, nope, I can't take that chance with my children. I just, I'm just that mom. I'm like, I'm too protective and I don't want to be, um, I don't want anything to go off or jump off that uh, wouldn't have had I not introduced this person into their lives. No. And I can say that has happened where um, I know people who, you know, the kids didn't get along. And I've, I've actually been in one or two relationships where, you know, the person wasn't a good fit for my family. And so that was a big deal. You know, there's so many factors after you've established a life. It is so different than starting out as a young person dating because there's no real baggage when you're in your 20s or, you know, early teens or whatever when you start dating. And um, once you have all these things established, then, you know, especially if like, let's say you're wealthy and you invite somebody into your life, you don't know if they're after your money, if they're after you, if they're, you know, there's so many other things that make it a lot more complicated than just, we've got mutual interest. We're interested in each other. We're compatible. Let's do this. You know, it just seems so simple in my twenties. And now, um, while I do still enjoy dating, I do still enjoy going out, getting to know people, there are more things to consider than just myself and my feelings, you know? Yeah. And then listen, and I, I, I mean, I, I don't have children, but uh, I am cognizant enough to understand that, uh, for example, anytime that I've dated a woman with kids, I am very aware that, Hey, this is her priority. So mm-hmm. if you're going to go down this path as a man, as a person, or even as, as a woman, you know, dating a man who, you know, has children, right, and and, and live with them, et cetera, we have to be mindful that, hey, this is going to be their priority, and I'm always going to be second fiddle, and if you're not okay with that, you're probably dating the wrong kind of person. Well, um, Sue Ellen Liberty, I hope I said her name right, Uh, thank you for commenting, Sue Ellen, and everyone else who was on our Facebook page, but she said, um, and looking at this, it kind of goes along with what you're talking about. Alex was actually single for 16 years. Probably. Oh, wow. I knew it was yeah. like 10 or more or something. Uh, but yeah. 16 years. Uh, I often get asked, why am I single? And I think I've asked people that. And I've been asked that as well. 
she says that's almost a negative question and again I get that like you know it's almost like people are asking you what's wrong with you because you're choosing to be single and there's nothing wrong with that just like you stated but it's, it's almost now like uh, for you to be single uh, and I've had men say this to me like as a compliment but it really kind of could be a backhanded compliment when you think about it. Like you're such a beautiful woman. You seem like you've been successful. So why are you single? Like, what's your flaw? Are you crazy? Oh, I did have somebody ask me. Crazy. <laughs> like, well, according to who you ask, you know, <laughs> they might say yes. I that is subjective, but no, you know yeah. what? Now that I think about it, um, I've gotten this a, a few times, right? When I'm getting to know a woman, they'll ask, you, you seem like a, well put together guy why are you single and i have to answer that i have to attest to that so no you're right i think i feel like society as a whole does kind of raise an eyebrow when somebody's single for too long i mean i can tell you it happens within my own family my mom thinks that like my mom's worried about me believe it or not she's worried that i'm like she's like son you've been you know you're now divorced and you know uh, you haven't, uh, you know, made your life again. And I'm like, mom, I'm okay. I mean, I'm happy. I'm content. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I'm choosing to be very careful. Like, I don't want to just jump into something just because, all right, well, I need to get married again, or I need to have children. So I need to go find, you know, some random woman that kind of, I want to make sure that whatever move I do make, that it's for the right reasons and that it feels good and organic. But I can tell you, yeah, there's definitely concern from Mama Bear regarding I Mama that. Bear doing her job. <laughs> so I have to, like, talk her down the ledge, like, Mom, it's yeah. okay. I'm fine. <laughs> but it does. Like, that just goes to show you how um, society does have that negative stigma. And even, you know, I'll be real. Like, even sometimes I have to, like, um, you know, set reset my internal conscience when I hear a woman who says she hasn't had a boyfriend in six years or seven years because I'm like why you're a good looking woman you seems like you know you got some personality why have you been single that long so it is something that kind of sticks yeah. out you know whether fair or unfair even after sex in the city, you know, <laughs> about single people, single women in the city. But uh, Tabitha Carrion says being single for too long may get you out of touch with how to be in a relationship or how to treat a partner. What do you think about that one, Poppy? Oh, man, I think that's 100 percent right. Uh, I think there is some merit to that because um, like we established, right, like when you've been single for so long you really only um, put your needs at the forefront mm -hmm. and you become like, I've had friends ask me, good friends ask me, have you ever thought that maybe you're being too picky? And I've had them ask me that and I've had to really stop and think. And I'm like, I don't think so. I mean, I just, you know, want a woman that I can connect with that, you know, would like to do the whole family thing. But unfortunately, with my age group and the women that I connect, they're not really looking for that. So it makes it a lot more challenging. Yeah. Um, so I say, Hey, I don't have a problem attracting women. That is not my problem. I would say, because all right, I, next, I, Poppy, you better let the people know <laughs> <laughs> I meet women all the time. That's not the problem. But when, 
when I say, hey, I really like you or I'd like to get to know you, but can you give me a baby? They're like, uh, I got like three of them already. They're about to be in high school. <laughs> so right. then they're like, uh, yeah, I don't know about having a baby when I'm trying to get these kids out of my own house and become an empty nester. So, yeah. um, Listen, probably I'm going to be like Mama Bear now. We're going to have to try some different stuff with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be some alternative baby making for you. You know what? Get the um, I, no, they don't have to come together. I got to keep my options open, I suppose. But you yes. know what? I've had people ask that, and I'm like, man, that, that's a fair question. Are we being too picky? Yes. What do you think about that? Um, well. From your perspective. From my perspective, um, I think I've dated pretty consistently um, the last couple years or so. But I think I was the problem. Um, I had somebody... I've had a couple of people say this to me that I had control issues, which after you've been hurt, after you've been through some stuff, you know, I think that can happen. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask myself, you know, am I being emotionally unavailable? Because that's what I was attracting. I kept attracting men who only wanted to sort of be like companions and not really in a deep emotional relationship with me. And so I really turned the mirror on myself because I thought, well, you know, they say where you are is what you attract, you know, whatever, whatever emotion or whatever place you are in life, you know, sometimes you're attracting like attracts like. And so I really sat down and thought about that with myself and um, have really been doing some some work uh, on myself and looking at, am I cutting people off who really want to get close to me or am I being more selective and, you know, really wanting to see if that person is compatible with me in the long run, not just in this season of my life. And so I think it can happen. Um, I think you can be a serial dater. Um, You know, if you're especially still kind of in that, enjoying the freedom, enjoying the good time, enjoying the newness of it all. Uh, But then I think there does there come there comes a tipping point i think once you've done some some real um whether it's therapy whatever your thing is to get yourself back you know to a healthy state after a major breakup or whatever i think yes you really you really probably you probably can enjoy being single more than being in a relationship because when you found peace I think that's what's happening with me. The more at peace I am, the less willing I am to give up my peaceful state for chaos. If that comes along with this other person, like that's, that's deep. Yeah. I'm telling you, peace is addictive to me now, Poppy. And I just, I know I can remember times when I would be thinking, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, like whether it was be exclusive or, you know, stop, you know, whatever the thing was. And I would go along with it just because I'm thinking, well, let me try it, you know, but my inside was saying, no, don't do it. And I would not listen to myself. And then of course, you know, nonsense and foolishness take place because I did not go with my instinct, which was saying to me, this is not the person to do this with. And so um, while I don't have any regrets, because I feel like everything was a lesson teaching me that I can trust myself again, that my picker isn't broken. And I think sometimes people think that's what's wrong. 
they want to be single because they don't trust their own instincts when it comes to like picking somebody who is good for them. And you feel like, well, I just won't pick anybody because every time I pick things go wrong. And I, I had to get out of that mindset. And I think now I'm stronger. I'm um, much more at peace with myself and my decisions. I've come to, to terms and at peace with my past. And um, I think now I'm really in a good place that if the right person shows up or when the right person shows up, I'll be open. I'll be vulnerable. I'll be able to commit and and be deep or if the wrong person shows up i'll be like get the hell out of here (laughs) (laughs) kick rocks like you have no yeah like i think i think that's one of the one of the the strong characteristics that you either grow into or find when you become single for a while that you have no problems telling people to move the hell on now i will say this um and without so since, <laughs> what's, what's that without ghosting like you can say it to him like i don't i don't need yeah. to fade out anymore i know i can tell you i don't think this is for me you know yeah i mean listen i mean uh, i mean i think when it's appropriate or they want the feedback then sure i'm I'm open to sharing that um but you know you know my feelings on ghosting that you know i don't think it's all wrong there's sometimes <laughs> where it is where it is applicable but um to go back to um, the original thought is I do wonder if when you are single too long, do you become more heartless and it makes it difficult to open up to someone? Because I can say that I've only I've only introduced one woman to my family mm-hmm. since I've been separated and divorced. Only one woman. And I can honestly say that I've only had two women give me those butterfly feelings. And even those feelings, they grew. It wasn't like I met them and I'm like, oh, my God, this feels like amazing. It was like something that manifested as time and, you know, just vibing together um, grew. Um, but it definitely wasn't an instant thing. So I do feel that as we get older, those uh, that puppy love feeling kind of becomes more of a, um, a, a difficult thing to obtain, in my opinion. Well, I think, um, let's say Janice Zaya says, um, being single too long is great. You find yourself and learn to love everything about you. You realize what you are not willing to take from someone and what you will do differently next time. I really like that point of view because I think it really depends on if you're having a positive or negative experience and what you're trying to get out of the the time while you're by yourself. I was in a place where I was uh, bitter and I was angry and I was still reliving the past and I was still talking about it. Oh my God. Again, people who met me at the beginning of my uh, come out stage of dating after you know breakups please forgive me I think that's inevitable though I think we all when we leave a relationship or marriage or whatever it may be and it's kind of fresh in our feelings and oh. our mind I think it's inevitable right that we're gonna have 
some of that that sour taste in our mouth and sometimes it's going to come out and yeah. it's going to be on full display right because we're hurt or because we feel that mm-hmm. things uh should have been better or we were duped or we were tricked or whatever so i think yeah. that's natural um yeah um and that's why it's important to take a step back right and yeah. I, I tell that to people all the time i've had a lot of friends that you know have gone through breakups and and i always suggest like hey take a step back i would not i i literally will recommend them i would not recommend you seriously dating anybody right now until you kind of you know get in a good space and recover and dissect everything that took place from your past relationship i literally have shared that now that sometimes doesn't get followed but that, that is me. that is the advice that I share. And then people, they're looking at me. They're like, yeah, that sounds good. And then like two weeks later, hey, you want to meet Tommy? I'm like, who the hell is Tommy? <laughs> that part. I was that person. But you know, you've been used to being in a relationship. I was a serial monogamous. I've been used to being in relationships, you know, since I started dating. And having real time being single and exploring myself. That just, I mean, I, I didn't even know that it was a lifestyle. I didn't even know. <laughs> But now I think I'm in a much more positive place and I think I have more to offer, not only a partner, but myself. And so I think it really depends on where your state of mind is. And I think if you're still complaining about your exes and what they did to you, if you're still thinking about the hurt you received from somebody, if you're still talking about that on dates, you should, like Poppy says, take some time for yourself because you have not healed and you're not going to find anybody who is really right for you because either number one, you're going to scare those people away. Like mm, I did right. and open the volleys or number two, you're going to attract somebody who's going to take advantage of where you are and they're not going to be probably a decent sort. Um, you know, or you're going to end up settling for something that you probably shouldn't have, but because right. you were in a vulnerable state or because you felt that, mm-hmm. hey, I need a warm body here. I don't give a damn who it is. As long as they, you know, are breathing and got a job, then they're good enough for me. And then obviously we know <laughs> that that rarely or seldomly works out well. But look, uh, we, do wanna, so we do want to be clear. Exactly. Yeah. Like, being single is, is not a bad thing, right? Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a choice. It's a personal choice. The discussion is how does it change you and how does it make your outlook on dating and relationships change? And I think that is the real focus of this conversation, but whether it's right or wrong is irrelevant because if somebody wants to be single because they just want to, then that's on them and it's their discretion. And if that's what makes them happy and tickles their fancy, then so be it. Well, I tell you what, um, we had some really, really wonderful commentary on this particular topic. And one of the one of the one or two last ones I want to share, um, Denine Vincent Jolly shared she had been six years single. She said, I've gained confidence in who I am as a woman, what I desire out of a partner because of this. Just like you just said, she says, I will not settle for anything less than what I want. The freedom of being able to navigate my own life and desires is refreshing. It gets lonely sometimes, but not lonely enough to spend time with a man just for the sake of company. And I think, again, that was the the resonating through line for a lot of these that, you know, were saying they're still single. Um, 
I just think uh, Amanda Clay says, how long is too long? Um, you've got to define these things for yourself. Right. What we're trying to do here on the show, as always, is to give you something to think about, um, to reflect on, and just to, to have a good discussion around some of the things that we've we've had happen with us. You know, you could rush and try to find somebody out there that would, would check most of the boxes or maybe even all of them, but there's still that um, unquantifiable chemistry missing or they still don't make you light up on the inside when you're together. And so you could, you know, just get with the box checker and end up making them miserable because I think it also, it doesn't, it isn't just about what we want, but are we being fair to the people that we're connected to? You know, I legitimately want all of the people in my life to be happy. And if I'm not the person who can bring you to that place or add to it, because I don't think anybody can really truly make us happy, but us, but if I can't add to that, I definitely don't want you to be in a place where you're miserable, where we start not liking each other, where we're just so like we're in the house together, but you're in one room and I'm in another. And we're doing that all the time, not just because we need a little break, but because that's the way we live. Um, but, you know, to each his own. Everybody knows what's good for them. But I just I, I wanted whoever I'm with to find joy in our time together, not just. I, I can make it with you look or, or we're a power couple when we walk into a room people are looking at us because we're so attractive or we're so this or we're so successful like that's that's not my aim with a partner I'm like that's the person that should be my refuge on a on a bad day that's the person I want to tell my best news to first you know that's the person that I want to see smile at me for no reason and our time together is, is filled with bliss. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it should be for me. And if it can't be that, well, I can look in the mirror and make myself smile. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I hear that. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, don't fuck with happy. So whatever you got to do to be happy, uh, then, you know, pursue that. And there's multiple ways to, you know, find that happiness, whether it be, within yourself or, you know, with yourself, or, you know, if you surround yourself with a person that adds to that happiness. But um, again, it's been a wonderful conversation, a really interesting topic. And I know this is one that we've kind of kicked around for a while. And I just felt like it was the right time to discuss it. And I think it was a a great conversation with a lot of, uh, you know, things to cover uh, with this topic. But uh, we're closing out the year strong and better things coming next year. Yeah, I will salute you on that, Poppy. That's a, a great sentiment. Happy New Year, everybody. We hope you'll join us again in 2023. Here's to the relationship cycle, Poppy. With Happy New Year, everybody. Stay tuned. Thanks for joining us today on the relationship cycle with Jorge and Nelson. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.